we gather together this morning tenderly, like drops of dew on a leaf of grass, hopefully, like gathered raindrops in a cloud, purposefully, like water rushing in a stream to the sea, deeply, like groundwater pulled up from a well. We gather from every direction for another year of growth and depth, another year of companionship and hope, another year of learning to love this world. We gather like the water that joins us across all creation, the living water that connects us within and without, merging and flowing across the entire world. These opening words written by Molly Hush Gordon welcome all those who've gathered this morning for our Sunday service. Welcome to those of you gathered here in person at Essex Church in Kensington. Welcome to all who are joining us via Zoom from far and wide. Special welcome to anyone who's with us for the first time this morning. Welcome to old friends returning. It's marvellous to have you with us, so do make yourself at home. If it is your first time joining us this Sunday, you might like to hang around for a chat after the service, whether that's in person or online. You might drop us an email to introduce yourself. You might want to come along to some of our small groups to get to know us better. And as always, I thank you to the pillars of the community, all of those people who do the work that needs to be done to help keep the show on the road. We've all got a part to play in co-creating this sacred space, this sense of community, this tradition that we share. So whoever you are, however you are, wherever you are, know that you are welcome with us just as you are this morning. Hope each and every one of you find something of what you need in our gathering today. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name's Jane Blackle and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarians. And today's service is our annual Gathering of the Waters. This is a simple ritual of in-gathering at summer's end, a way to reaffirm our connection in community and a slightly more interactive service than we have most weeks. Later in the service, we will symbolically enact our coming together in community by bringing water and pouring it to our common bowl. Um, I should say, as I always say at this point, it's an invitation, not an obligation to join in with that and everything else this morning. You might have collected some water from a significant place on your travels. You might have brought some water from your tap at home. If you're here in person and you didn't know about this, don't worry, we have spare water in jugs despite the hosepipe ban. If you're on Zoom, please do have some water to hand to and ideally something to pour into. You will be able to join in as well. Even if it's the first time you're with us, even if you're passing through, you can still take part. We're still gathering as one united community wherever we are, everyone's included. We are living through strange and unsettled and turbulent times, times of great change and uncertainty. Uh, those of you in the building may have noticed we've got high vis matting down. We had a technical hitch an hour before today's service, and so the, uh, the microphones and the sound system are somewhat held together with, with uh, a wing and a prayer, but we will we'll manage. I just thought I'd let you know about that at this stage, um, and Charlotte will be looking after you at home if there are any glitches in the sound. But there is a lot of uncertainty in the air all round. So as we gather, we most likely bring some of that energy here with us. We can't help it. So before we go any further, let's take a moment to settle ourselves, to consecrate this time and space with our presence and intention. 
to come fully present as best we can here and now, wherever we may be. You might want to move your body in some way to help you get grounded and centered. You might want to tense and release. Maybe take a conscious breath or two. And as you breathe out, maybe release anything you don't need to be carrying for this next hour. Anything that's stopping you from being fully present. Any burdensome preoccupations. Let's lay them to one side as best we can for an hour or so. I'm going to light our chalice flame now, as we do each time we gather. This simple ritual connects us with Unitarians and Unitarian Universalists the world over, and it reminds us of proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part. We like this chalice as a symbol of reunion. We reunite in this space of sanctuary to share the flow of our hearts with one another once again. We gather together in ritual to celebrate our fountains of joy, to hold each other through storms of grief, to guide one another through rapids of transformation, and to rest together on ponds of stillness. Today, together, we honour the spirit of water, its many forms, and its life-giving essence. We're going to have three hymns today for a change, 50% increase in hymn content in today's service, but no extra charge. Our first hymn is a heartwarming one, Gather the Spirit. For those of you present at the church in person, it's number 43 in the purple hymn books. Um, I can't fit all three hymns on one hymn sheet, so we've had to get the hymn books out. We'll start looking for number 43. For those joining via Zoom, the words will be up on your screen to sing along together at home. So please feel free to stand or sit as you prefer as we sing Gather the Spirit.
you might want to adjust your position for comfort, close your eyes or soften your gaze. You might want to look at the candle. It might be a posture that helps you feel more prayerful. Whatever works for you, whatever helps you to get into the right state of body and mind for us to pray together now. To be fully present in this sacred time and space with ourselves, each other, and that which is both within us and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love, in whom we live and move and have our being, we turn our attention to you, the light within and without. We tune in to the depths of this life and the greater wisdom to which and through which we are all intimately connected. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and the stillness at the very centre of our being. We gather here to be quiet and to pray, to find a time for our inner selves, our souls, our spirits, which lie hidden and often neglected within us. Let us sit quietly and wait for the voice within. Simply listen and be still for a while. Some of us this day will feel empty and tired, listless and grey. But emptiness and tiredness are also prayer, a cry for spiritual food, an aching need for soothing refreshment and the strength to go on. Some of us feel alone aware of our need for someone to love us. And this too is a prayer without words, a longing and a sorrow which seeks for the healing spirit of love, the embrace of God's concern for us in spirit and in soul, and the practical hands of caring people. Some of us are happy enough some content, some have hopes and plans for tomorrow. And all of these are prayers too, prayers of giving, of gratitude, prayers of creative thought and dream. So let us gather with these wordless prayers, prayers of our inner selves, our inner truth. And may God be with us in these prayers sustaining them and enabling us to grow more aware of our wordless selves. May we be aware of the waters of our own spirit, which are always there for us to drink, if we will sit still and wait and listen.
And in a quiet time of reflection, let us look back over this week just past. It's been a significant week in the life of our nation, and we find ourselves in a period of official mourning following the death of Queen Elizabeth II, Elizabeth Windsor. So let us take a moment to acknowledge her life, her long service, and the end of an era that comes with her passing. And let's take a moment to think with compassion of all those who mourn the loss this day. And let's reflect on our own lives too. Let us gently call to mind those moments this last week that we found hard going. Times when we felt uneasy, agitated, or disheartened. Times when we made mistakes, perhaps. Let us pray inwardly for the comfort, compassion, and guidance we may need to face those struggles. And let us call to mind too a few moments in this past week, however small they may seem, that brought us some sense of uplift, consolation or joy. Let us take time to give thanks for these everyday blessings. And expanding our circle of concern, let us focus our prayers on those situations that concern us in the wide world this day. Whether close to home or far away, let's think of those who are in pain, whether physical or emotional. Those who are caught up in conflict and cruelty, oppression and injustice. Those who are struggling to make ends meet. Let us send loving kindness wherever it is needed this day. Spirit of life, God of all love, as this time of prayer draws to a close, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness. And we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen. Let's sing together once again. Our second hymn is a gentle one, Oh Brother, Son, Sister Moon. It's number 111 in the Purple Hymn Books. And the words will also be up on your screen to sing along. Again, feel free to stand or sit as you prefer as we sing Oh Brother, Son, Sister Moon. <laughs> Thank you. 
I've got a little story for you now. We don't have stories very often, mixing everything up a bit today. This story is about five minutes long and it's taken from a hundred wisdom stories by Margaret Silf. As is so often the case, a good wisdom story leaves a lot open to interpretation and is broadly applicable to many different situations in life. But I thought this was a good one for our community on the occasion of our gathering the waters. So see what you make of it. The story of the stream. Once upon a time, high in the far off mountains, a little stream sprang, rising from its hidden source. It flowed down the mountainside through all kinds of terrain, sometimes leaping and bubbling, sometimes drifting lazily or going underground. It was never stopped by any obstacle that got in its way. One day it came to the edge of a desert. It thought to itself, just one more obstacle to overcome. Nothing stopped me flowing yet. Surely I will overcome this just like all the others. And so the stream flung itself at the desert sands. But as it did, the waters simply disappeared, trickling away into nothingness, swallowed up by the hot, dry sand. The stream was not to be deterred. Surely it would find a way. It thought to itself, the wind can cross the desert. And if the wind can cross, so can the stream. And strangely, somehow, the desert sand seemed to echo back the words. The wind can cross the desert, and so can the stream. And so began a strange conversation between the stream and the sand. The stream said, I know I must cross this desert, but every time I try, I'm swallowed up. No matter how hard I fling myself at the desert, I don't get any further. And the desert replied, you won't be able to cross the desert using the old ways that work for you further up the mountain. It's no use just hurling yourself at the sand like that. You'll simply disappear or you'll turn into a marsh. You must trust the wind to carry you across. The stream didn't understand. It asked, how can the wind carry me across the desert? And the desert replied, you must let yourself be carried, be taken up into the wind, and then the wind will carry you. The stream didn't like the sound of this very much. It was a stream with a nature and identity all its own. It didn't want to lose itself by being evaporated and absorbed into the wind. The desert sensed the stream's fears and tried to offer reassurance. It told the stream that's what the wind does. Trust it. If you let yourself be taken up by the wind, it will carry you across the sand and let you fall again on the other side to live as a stream once again. The stream wasn't having this, wasn't convinced. I won't be the same stream that I am now, it said. And the desert understood the dilemma, but also understood the mystery. And it offered more encouragement. You certainly won't be the same stream you are now if you fling yourself into the sand and turn into a marsh. But let the wind carry you across the desert and the real heart of you the essence of everything you truly are will be born again on the other side to flow a new course to be a river that you can't even imagine from the place where you stand now the stream thought about this for a while and something deep in its heart recalled a memory of a wind that could be trusted and a horizon that was always out of reach but was always a new beginning so the stream took a deep breath and surrendered to the transforming power of the breeze. The wind raised up the vapour of the little stream and carried it faithfully far beyond the horizon, 
high above the hot sand and let it drop softly at the top of a new mountain far away. And the stream began to understand who it really was and what it really meant to be a stream. Make of that what you will. So we're going to move now into a time of meditation. There'll be some words for reflection. It's a piece by um, Jamila Bachelder. I hope I pronounced that right, and Molly Hush-Golden, on the strength of water. You'll hear some prompts to ponder, which we will return to when we do our gathering of the waters ritual later in the service. Um, I'll invite you to play with the metaphor of water and how it represents the particular strengths you bring. The words will take us into a few minutes of silence, which will end with the sound of a bell. And then we're going to hear some lovely music from our trio. Great treat from Abby, Georgia and Toby. So each do what we need to do to get comfortable. I think this would be a good point to put down anything you don't need to be holding. You might want to get your feet flat on the floor to ground and steady yourself. We always say the words and the music, they are just an offering. Feel free to use this time to meditate in your own way. Some words on the strength of water. The strength of water takes on many, many forms. Just as each of you has a unique and necessary strength that you bring to our community and to the work of love. So take a moment now to drop down into the deep wellspring of your own spirit and bathe yourself in the strength that is the groundwater of your person. Are you a roaring waterfall wearing rock away with sheer force of will? Are you a tiny drop of water in a crevice, breaking it open slowly and steadily? Are you buoyant like a great salt lake, practiced at holding others aloft? Are you tenacious like the mountain stream, finding your way down and around every obstacle you encounter? Are you still and calm like a pond at daybreak, offering radiant peace by your shore? Are you in touch with the hidden depths, pulling from a vast deep well? Do you soothe like the steam rising from a nice cup of tea? Do you dissolve away stubborn muck like a pot that's left to soak? Do you soften and smooth the edges like a creeping fog? Do you clear away distraction like a cleansing rain? Do you roll with the ebb and flow like ocean waves? Settle your mind on the strength and the power that is yours. Draw that strength into your heart. Draw it into your soul. As we gather together the many waters that make up this community, 
We need each of your power, each of your resilience, each of your love to make us whole.
So we've got about 10 minutes now for our gathering of the waters ritual. We're going to do it in a similar way to the candles of joy and concern. I invite the people in the room first and then the people on Zoom. By default, we're going to leave this bit in the recording that goes online. Um, but if you want to join in but don't want to be included in the video, just let me know straight after the service and I'll make sure to edit you out. The words of our meditation today began, the strength of water takes on many, many forms, just as each of you has a unique and necessary strength that you bring to our community and to the work of love. So in this ritual, I invite you to ponder and to affirm that unique and necessary strength that you bring. Whether you bring it to this particular community or to the wider Unitarian community or to some other community that's precious to you, or indeed the world community, because in the end we are all connected and interdependent. What do you bring to the work of love? If a watery metaphor came up for you during the meditation, please do share that. But if not, just tell us of the strength you bring. Because during these times of great uncertainty and change, it can be easy to forget, to overlook the strength we do still have. When you come up, please pour your water into the common bowl. If you haven't got water, just pour a splash from the jug and come up to the microphone to speak, get nice and close. Um, like I said, we're aiming for 10 minutes, so bear that in mind when you're thinking about how long to speak for. But I would, I'd be inclined to let it run over a little because I don't want to stop anyone joining in if they'd like to. So feel free to come up and share. This is water from the Malvern Hills. It's come through rock that's many billions, millions of years old. It's on its way down to the River Severn. You talked about water flowing in the desert. This water goes around in a circle. In a few years time, it will be up in the clouds and back down in the hills again. Sadly, this water is not as clean and pure as usual Malvern water because of recent drought. It comes from a spring, which I'll leave the picture here, which was, this shows it being blessed as a blessing of the springs. And it was a spring of water, not for the rich visitors, but for the poor people of Morton, built by a Victorian benefactor. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. And if we, uh, if we take a photo of that, I'll put it up for the people at home to see later on. I was going to say. Once we get to the mic, I've lost people. That represents water from Acton. And can you say something about the strength you bring as well? Well, <laughs> The strength I bring tends to be noticing things, but I obviously don't look down enough. 
But one of my favorite photos that uh, I took a while back and put on um, Nature Carries On, which is a little um, photography group that we have. Um, and uh, it's just of a single dandelion-like flower popping through um, just on the corner of a piece of pavement. And I just thought how inspiring it was because it was so very bright and lovely and all on its own. And I noticed that. Now, this is water. Please bring it over to the microphone so I can hear. This is water from my flat, which is my exoskeleton. It's so important to me. So the water that it allows me to have and that I use to water my plants is very important. The strength I bring. I think is clarity and a commitment to equality, to openness, to being present as best I can. I come with a burden because you know my sight is disappearing. So the gift implied is practicing compassion with each other. That is my gift. Um, this is water, not from my tap at home, but from my neighbor's tap. We actually haven't got drinking water at home at the moment because we have an extension built. So the gift I bring is I'm acknowledging these small practical kindnesses that people can do for one another. <laughs> the water that I've just poured is from a public fountain and I wanted to, to get some water from a public fountain and that is my water from my third attempt. I first tried the fountain in Holland Park which was closed on, on Monday when I went along there it had been cleaned and scrubbed and, you know, looked wonderfully uh, uh, refurbished, but no water. So I thought, I'll try the fountains by Lancaster Gate, the Italian gardens. And I, I can remember fountains spraying up into the air. And yet when I got there, it was actually a public drinking fountain working, produced by the Metropolitan Drinking Fountain and Cattle Shop Association in 1939. So, so, and it's it's lovely. I've got some photos which which I'll share in some way, um, and it's something that 
it might be nice to have a walk where we can drink uh, you know, sometime in the future. So, strength would be persistence regarding the goal, getting water from a, uh, a public drinking fountain. But as it were, openness to the spirit, I completely forgotten that this lovely little fountain with two bears on the top cuddling each other. <laughs> so, Water from my freezer at home, water in its solid state, not its liquid or its vapor state. What a marvelous thing water is. My strength, a good team player. This particular water is from my home. And I say my home in London, in Ealing. And um, when I think about water, of course, it can be such a friend or a foe. When I came in 1970, uh, it took seven hours to come in a ferry without stabilizers. But when I landed, I felt safe. The sea was calm and I felt I was safe with my dreams and my hopes. But when I think about the migrants, because I was a migrant, uh, the migrants who try to come with their dreams and their hopes and put their lives at risk, especially if the sea is being really rough. I really feel for these people because we share the same dreams and the same hopes. So that water is to wish them safe passage and the realization of their hopes in safety. Yeah. What I try and bring, um, and I say try because I'm not there all the time, is maybe to bring some calm when things get rough. Thanks. So my water comes from my friend's rain barrel. And this is my friend who um, we've known each other 30 years. And every time I come to London, she makes her house available to me and offers me sanctuary. And I think that ties into the strength as being a very grateful friend to the people I love. I've poured some imagined water from the Hillsborough River in Florida where my family lives, which I've just returned from a trip and was very happy to see them. Uh, and I suppose my strength would be listening as I have a friend who's going through a difficult breakup and I'm 
thinking of her and spending lots of time with her, people sort of finding, finding peace for themselves. If not, then we're going to go over to the people on Zoom. Now, just hold on a minute, Ramona, and I'll explain what's going to happen. I can only give the instructions once, and then I'll have to let the people in Zoom speak one after another and get on with it, because to get rid of the echo, we'll have to mute my microphone. So when you're ready, if you will uh, speak, you'll come up on the big screen, and I will pour the water for you as you speak. I hope that makes sense. Good morning, everyone. Um, I am pouring water from Chartres. Um, this is tap water. I am very grateful that we have access to drinkable water um, because in so many places, people don't have that. Um, and I hope one of my strengths is that I am helpful. Um, good morning, everybody. Um, can you hear me? Good. Um, right. My water um, was checked um, very carefully this morning. This is filthy, dirty seawater um, from my beach. We've just suffered another 30 hours of sewage coming into our seawater. So this is a reminder, a heart felt reminder to us all that water is very precious, that we don't own it, that this water is now polluting our marine conservation area, the fish that swim. It's made a lot of local people very ill and it makes us realize we are a developed country for goodness sake. Let us remember all the places in the world where this water with pee and poo floating around in it and a high level of E. coli is what lots of the world actually lives with. Um, and let us be more responsible um, for the care of our water. My strength is that I'm very involved locally in trying to get um, change, trying to facilitate change and trying to make the local council and the water company be more responsible in sharing when we can't paddle or bathe in the water. Thank you. Hello. Um, I haven't got any fancy water, I'm afraid. This is just from my tap. Um, but I was thinking about my strengths um, in the kind of main roles that I hold uh, in society. Um, and as a performer, as a singer, I think my strength is in open vulnerability and authenticity, which allows me to communicate uh, well with my audiences. Um, and in my role as a teacher and um, breastfeeding supporter, I think my strength is in um, being able to be analytical but non-judgmental, which allows me to really encourage people um, and help them to feel more confident. Hi everyone, um, good morning. I have some 
uh, water from Hackney for my tap, which I'll pour. Um, I, I, <laughs> I seem to be at a point in my life where I'm starting to think that a lot of my strengths might be weaknesses in disguise. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking a bit of a quandary when it comes to answering questions. Um, I really, I like the story. I think I'm a bit of a mountain stream. I've had to flow through a lot of um, obstacles generally in my life. I'm quite perseverant, I guess, um, or I've had to be. Um, and I have a lot of obstacles, especially this month coming up in my life. Um, so I am starting to think it might be useful to consider becoming a cloud. That's quite scary for me. Um, my strength was independence. I'm not sure that is a strength. Yes. But like, I'm not going to go anywhere except more rambling with this. So thank you. Thank you for your contributions to the ritual. We can be at the telly now, I think, Lorena. So I'd like to invite you to join in with a responsive reading, um, a blessing of the waters, with words by Ranwa Hamami to close the ritual. They're on your hymn sheet if you're in the building, and they'll be up on your screen at home. But the response is a very simple refrain. If you'd like to join in and say it out loud, this water is sacred. This water is sacred. It is made sacred by the many hands that have poured it with intention and love, the many stories that each drop contains, the many lives surrounding it in this unique moment, connected by commitment and faith. This water is sacred. May it continue to flow through this community with sustaining hope that we journey together through ripples of growth and change. <laughs> Shall we spell that one again? <laughs> May it continue to flow through this community with shining reflections of the unique gifts that flow through each of its members. This water is sacred. May it continue to nurture this community with sustaining hope that we journey together through ripples of growth and change. This water is sacred. May it continue to bless this community with loving reminders of our collective responsibility to one another and to the world. This water is sacred. May its ripples be a reminder that the changes and growth within this community bring movement and transformation to the world beyond our doors. This water is sacred. May its purity offer grace to our community and the willingness to forgive ourselves and one another when we make mistakes. This water is sacred. In moments when we are confused or uncertain, may it bring us clarity of purpose and commitment. This water is sacred. In moments when the reservoirs of hearts and spirits are drained by sorrow or pain, may it nourish them with the knowledge that we are surrounded by a deep and abundant love. This water is sacred. Amen. I wonder if we can afford an altar cue. <laughs> Time for our last hymn now. One of my very most favourite. It's the Goodnight Hymn. It always feels a bit daft singing it in broad daylight, but the words, the sentiment is so lovely. I hope you will overlook that. If you're in the church, the words will be on the hymn sheet and it will also be up on screen. Again, stand it as you prefer, the Goodnight Hymn. 
of announcements but I'll try and get through them speedily. Thanks to Ramona for tech hosting especially in extremely trying circumstances this morning. Thanks to Charlotte for co-hosting on Zoom. Thanks to Sandra, Abby, Toby and Georgia for playing for us. For those of you who stand in person I can see that Juliet's off to put the kettle on. Thank you Juliet. You'll be serving coffee, tea and biscuits next door after the service. And thanks to Marianne for greeting. We are actually looking for more people helping out with coffee and greeting, so please do get in touch with Liz or Marianne if you can help out and sign up. For those who are on Zoom, there will be um, after-service after virtual coffee hosted by Charlotte. We have not got properly organised for the hybrid coffee table that we were talking about at our meeting on Thursday night, um, but we will try and get on that as soon as we can. We've got various small group activities on during the week. Coffee morning online at 10.30 on Wednesday as usual. There are still spaces available for our heart and soul gatherings, which this week are on the theme of helping hands. So email me to sign up for that. Next week, Margaret will be back with her singing classes. Uh, that'll be in person after the service at noon on the third Sunday of each month. You're welcome whatever your level of singing. Margaret is very encouraging. She'll offer exercises to help you feel more confident and a bit of individual guidance. And you'll all sing a song together at the end. The West London Green Spirit Group will be having a gathering and a lunch for the Sporting Equinox on Friday the 23rd of September. That's 1.30 till 3.30. 
Uh, it will be a reflective time with music and readings and silence and a chance to share. Uh, David can probably tell you more about that if you're interested. As Veronica said earlier, she's here this afternoon with True Heart Theatre from 2 till 4.30 uh, doing a Harvest Moon storytelling event. She says, come along to this Harvest Moon Festival where you will hear of adventures with monsters, a hero who becomes filled with lust for money and power and insights connecting this ancient Chinese tale with our contemporary concerns over climate change and survival of our precious earth. Next Sunday will probably be another hybrid service. I, it crosses my mind that we might be affected by the arrangements for the Queen's funeral. So perhaps keep your ears open, eyes open to see what's happening next Sunday. This congregation's very much got a life beyond Sunday mornings. We encourage you to keep in touch and look out for each other during the week to nurture supportive connections. All this information is on the back of your order of service and also on Friday email. I think that is everything. So just time for our closing words and closing music now. Water unites us. All water is one water, shape-shifting as it goes on and on in its unending cycle. The stream we gather by here unites us with all the waters of the world, for all of life depends on water. And so this common everyday element on which our very lives depend is sacred. In our thankfulness for water, let us remember to honour, cherish and care for it, for our own lives, for all life touched by water and for those who come after us. Amen. <laughs>